Hello, welcome everybody to the Crypto Business Podcast brought to you by Tokomines. I'm your host, Rob Igeram, Director of Tokomines, a full-service crypto and NFT agency. In this podcast, we're discussing any blockchain topic that is relevant for businesses and founders. Today, we're going to talk about our updated NFT infographic. I have in the podcast with me, Anker, who's a veteran crypto marketeer for the international as well as the Asian market. And Reinhardt, who is a data analyst working full-time on gathering and analyzing data in the crypto industry. So um, I'm just going to walk us through it and uh, ask you guys for, for some input on, on each uh, data section here. So let's start at the general overview. I have uh, over here a map of the different areas with an indication of the popularity of the NFT search volume. So how many people in which geographic area are looking for uh, NFTs? And uh, the list is uh, led by Taiwan. Then we have Japan, South Korea, and actually interesting, uh, the uh, like more developed nations like Germany and the United States are really uh, far from the top position, uh, somewhere around 27, 25. Uh, what do you guys think of this data? Uh... Yeah, actually for this data, you know, as what I see, uh, we can notice, right, uh, actually the NFT industry actually, where the start is from the States. Um, and started from NFT top shot with all those collected balls and they expand really to like Europe and Southeast Asia, like for um, quite some good projects, right, in Asia, Southeast Asia. And uh, from last year, actually based on those influence, right, by some, um, you know, like especially like uh, what the, the Taiwan rank first here is right uh, it's really led by some really uh, super famous celebrities in Taiwan and all followed by other like uh, singers or other celebrities follow with that so that's why we can see his here actually Taiwan is ranking the first for Japan actually uh, based on what I see you know it's mainly on the animation the cartoon industry because that is really a perfect match right for those NFT concepts South Korea is actually a, a typical and the traditional like crypto country and they have really a lot of crypto projects, businesses, exchanges. So it doesn't really um, uh, surprise me they're in the top three. Um, Turkey, um, I think it's mainly for uh, their uh, national economy, right? So they need something like crypto NFT, right? Uh, to solve the issue with their economy situation. But one thing I also noticed actually um, for some South uh, America countries like Brazil, uh, Venezuela, Argentina, they're really actually um, uh, are also growing with this kind of crypto, my crypto uh, NFT uh, actually field. Uh, based on what I say, uh, see, actually there are quite some good company. They have really some good, uh, you know, good ideas. They have actually, uh, you know, all these kind of strategies actually to start up with some really good NFT projects. Uh, with their resources or something really special. Um, for the Europe and the States, actually, um, um, they normally actually is more like to this kind of DeFi or Web3 solutions. Um, so because in the market, actually, trend will actually sometimes very dynamic. So there will be changed uh, sometimes from like NFT to another like topic or something so that's based on what i see especially for those some development countries like the, the states right in europe um they're more like for that web3 solution and uh, tech like DeFi and game or something 
So that is my opinion on this. Yeah, that is an inter interesting view. I, I, I see that um, as well, that, you know, the top is basically at the moment, because of course it keeps changing, like, like you said, we have it split out right here through different regions where you can see there was a huge spike uh, as well for uh, NFTs uh, end of last year for the USA. Um, but for Asian countries, uh, we got that even stronger in the US actually compared to crypto, it's almost equal. And of course it's kind of declining, but for Asian countries, it's going up. And I'm sure uh, we have, we can see the same thing for uh, South American countries as they're also very much in the top of this uh, list of popularity. Um, do you have any thoughts about this, uh, Reinhardt? Yeah, as about for this, as being uh, anchor is already uh, give his thoughts about this. Uh, as for me, um, not really much to be honest, because yeah, it's amazing that we can see here that the NFT trends in Asia is really, really you know leading around the world, and even before like uh, the first time it spikes, it first spikes at November, and you can see it, at November, no one, no other countries, I mean, no other region is as strong as Asia. The, the trend on NFT is really, really high. And that might also, that might influence the other region like US, Europe and uh, Southeast Asia. That's that's really, uh, you know, uh, explained in the uh, early of January, like when the Asia is also already, you know, uh, strong in the NFT strongs, I mean the NFT trends, the others is also following like they're also going up and it's kind of, uh, you know, like Asia is really leading the uh, NFT trends there. But interestingly, crypto trends in Asia is, is really pretty stable there. It never reaches like uh, above 50, even before, even in the last year. But it is now, it is going up and I think it's about to reach 50 and more in the Asian region. I think that's pretty, you know, uh, new here because we, we didn't see that before. Yeah, so it almost yeah. feels like it's being pulled up by the NFT trend uh, here. That's definitely interesting. Mm -hmm. And another thing to note, by the way, talk about these regions, the um, China and Russia, obviously this is Google data. This is Google mm -hmm. trends and China and Russia are not really tracked by Google because they have their own systems. Um, so that's interesting that despite that the Asian regions still peak there and I'm sure that even Russia is in, in the top six. Yeah. So I'm sure that might be even stronger if you uh, use yeah, that exactly. data. I'm not sure exactly. if this data includes also some like uh, Russian they use Yandex, right? Uh, browser more and in China they use Baidu. Uh, so this will be not really included in this current data. But as far as I know in China, at least, right, there are a lot of like NFT fans, there are a lot of like WeChat groups and the influencers channels that talk really a lot about NFT, talking about all those NFTs in Taiwan and even some China, uh, China mainland, right? There are some like team, um, they um, actually uh, funded a lot of like NFT products uh, like uh, Ali and his friends, right? So it's really will add more value to this chart for this Azure, right? That are here. Yeah. Yeah, and, and another thing to note about this, I think, especially for the states that, you know, historically speaking, crypto has been more kind of trending than NFTs uh, comparatively. 
but now it's um, actually it's being overtaken at the end of last year and now it's kind of back to normal where we have uh, crypto actually being slightly more popular than, than NFTs as well. So mm -hmm. that is an interesting trend to follow. Um, then let's go to the, um, the kind of the Ethereum price as well. I have here the different uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum price charts and then compared also to the total NFT sales um, I think you you guys found some 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 interesting kind of uh, like conclusions as well. Can you can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, thanks, Rob. I did manage to see some uh, you know like connection, but it's not a strict connection. It's like a theoretic theoretically uh, connection. It's what whenever the Ethereum and Bitcoin prices going down, like almost reaching its uh, you know its bottom, uh, the NFT sales will go up, like uh, go up like really really high. Because I think that's just natural because they they just want to collect the NFT while the price is really really uh, down. I mean, oh this this this, this NFT is kind of cheap now because the price of Ethereum is going down. And that's the, they will feel like, oh, this is the right moment to collect NFTs. That's why the NFT total sales will go up and go higher even before. Like, that's just pretty natural in, in, in the case. But it's not always like that. Like, as you can see in, the, in March uh, to April, like, there's no really a significant, uh, you know, like connection there. But uh, theoretically speaking, we, we, we want to collect NFT as much as possible when it is when the price is down, right? When the price is reaching the bottom. Otherwise, we, we will we will buy it on the highest uh, you know uh, price possible, and that's would be that would be you know uh, not really make sense. Yeah, but and this one. And, and it it's also there's also some i mean the correlation that you're talking about i think um you can see at the end of last year where uh, the fearing price went down and you have like a negative correlation with nft sales going up um, and you know after february march uh, there is less kind of structure there but we had a lot of things happening in the macroeconomic space right with like mm -hmm. the of course uh the, the war and and the inflation and, yeah. and and a lot of things that influences yeah. the, the equity markets in general so maybe right. that's part yeah. of the reason and uh, uh yeah yeah uh yeah and one more thing like uh besides what uh Reynard also just mentioned right about the, the ethereum price drop and more people actually they can uh, buy, they will attend to buy more NFTs. It's also something, because anyway, right, so the whole market is led by Bitcoin or Ethereum. And if those uh, main, mainstream token drops, you know, the people actually that investor, they actually, they want to participate in the project that got profits, right? And by end of last year, it's actually a lot of NFT projects. It's, it's really, um, really a lot of hype in the NFT industry. So a lot of people will join because they see a lot of NFT projects once they're listed on secondary markets, they really get like a lot of profit. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then finally, we have some NFT trends here in terms of which um, blockchains are used. So Ethereum still leading by far compared to the alternatives like Solana and Flow. Um, let's go to the next page here. So we have some data about the active wallets. 
a little bit kind of flattening out just like uh, what anchor just mentioned i think the the market is is, is not in in a curve it's more on, on, a, on a flat uh, skill right now um and we have in terms of the marketplace mainly open sea uh doing still kind of taking the market lead um, by by far any input on this guys yeah you see there like uh, from january i think looks rare is a little bit new compared to others and looks rare is literally really popular like not january in january but how about you know like you know, it's like degrading their 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 names. It's no longer uh, you know uh, can be heard by us because I think this they just you know like uh, kind of uh, uh, overpowered by uh, open sea names because open sea is just like literally everywhere. With whenever you see like on social media, they just mention see open sea. Yeah. Yeah, especially here in Indonesia, like people only know like OpenSea, but there are so much, uh, you know, marketplaces there, not just OpenSea, but yeah, I think it's because yeah. of the market itself, uh, right? Part part of the reason, I, I think, Anchor, you probably know about this as well, Luxware, they had a trading competition, I think, in the beginning of the year, which might have boosted their trading volume, because this 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 chart is about trading volume, so maybe they got a boost yeah. from that, and after the competition ended, it's... Uh, yeah, that's true, because uh, actually, when I first see this data, it amazed me a bit, because I, I, I thought that the rival actually would be more like a percentage here right uh, and then looks right I didn't really aware but definitely like Rob said they did some trading competition that gets really uh, some quick growth and then after that they, they, they really don't do much hype or something but uh, you know when I, uh, but uh, for Rival actually um, originally I thought they will actually take more like uh, like percentage here but it seems like uh, the open sea is very very dominant right I'm not sure if that, that's really health or not for this uh, segment market for NFT um, but might be um, yeah it's uh, maybe also better with another like guys that can compete together right to, to keep a more healthy market here for this NFT markets yeah, but there's, there's competitors coming out every day, including like big brands, maybe even like Facebook and uh, Instagram or will have their own marketplace. Uh, mm -hmm. One one interesting, by the way, trading volume is up uh, by a lot. Of course, it's just trading volume, but still says something about the activity as well as the uh, active wallets. They are going up since March to April. So we have some good activity there. It's not all flat. So on that note, um, thanks everybody for listening and see you in the next episode. And thank you, Anchor and Reinhardt as well. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you for having me, Rob. Bye-bye.